On today's episode of The Upside, we're going to be doing a get to know our show episode. So what is The Upside? How did this whole thing get started? And who the heck are me and Jeff? Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. There are so many people listening to the Upside Podcast, and to each one of you, we say thank you. And if you are a new person to the Upside who doesn't know who my wife Callie is and doesn't know who I am, we want to say welcome and kind of give you a Callie and Jeff 101 so you don't feel left out as we tell our stories. We want to introduce ourselves. And we're going to do that by each giving a quick little resume, like a little history of where we came from and how we ended up where we are now. And then we'll tell you how uh, we became a couple and in that couplehood kind of birthed the upside And then we've each prepared a list. I've got a list of a bunch of things that you need to know about Callie. And I've got, I must know about Jeff Dollar. All right. So I'll start with my resume. I was born and raised in upstate New York. I'm an only child. I grew up there. I went to college in Pennsylvania for one year and didn't like it. So I went back to Syracuse, which is where I fell in love with radio in a radio station called Z89. I actually started working at that radio station because there was a cute girl there that I wanted to meet. So I volunteered to be a part of the the station to meet the girl. Her and I dated for maybe a year and I've been in radio ever since, like 25 years now. I've been in Atlanta since 2001. Uh, The first 15 or so years We're with a now nationally syndicated radio show called The Burt Show that was on a station called Q100. And then in 2016, I left that radio station to go to a station called Star 94.1 to start my own show called The Jeff and Jen Show. And in May of 2019, I got fired from that show. I'm Callie Dollar, and I am from Atlanta, born and raised, which makes me a unicorn because no one that lives here is actually from here, and I was born in the city. Um, I went to school in Nashville, Tennessee. I went to Belmont, and I studied music business, and then um, switched to PR and had a ton of internships when I was there, and then I moved back to Atlanta to be close to home after I graduated and got a job managing bands for a company called Red Light Management, and I managed a bunch of rock bands. Um, I was the day-to-day manager for Sticks and Don Felder, who used to be in the Eagles and Robin Mead. And that led me to being Robin's right hand. And so now I work alongside her in TV. And um, then I saw kind of some success in Instagram, which turned into a blog. So blog, TV, that's my world right now. And we currently live, Callie and I currently live, when she says that she didn't travel too far from home, we're two minutes from the house that she grew up in. Literally two minutes. So uh, so Callie is, is Atlanta born and raised. My parents still live in upstate New York. Um, I think I mentioned this before. I'm an only child, but I do have an older half-brother that lives in North Carolina. 
Um, my parents are still in, in upstate New York and no matter how much I beg and plead, they will not move to Atlanta or, or anywhere where it doesn't snow 10 months out of the year. This has been a campaign for a decade and a half. And we used to have a house in South Carolina and Jeff would beg them to come stay there over the winter and they wouldn't do it because apparently they like snow. They love shoveling the driveway, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so, so that's kind of us individually as a couple we met in 2012 right or 2011 end of 2011 we met at the end of 2012 the end of 2000 and nope we didn't yeah we did because we became official in 2013 so we met in the summer of 2012 i think you're wrong i'm not i did my triathlon in 2012 and we met before i did my triathlon like two months before your triathlon oh really yeah oh okay so we met in the middle of 2012 (laughs) Um, and you heard that right. I did a triathlon. Um, I did it with uh, CNN is a program they have called Fit Nation where they picked. Had. Womp, womp. Womp. They don't do it anymore. But uh, they they had a program called Fit Nation where they would take half a dozen people from all walks of life and train them for a triathlon with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And I was selected because I was in this weird phase of life where I had just gone through a divorce, was kind of feeling blah, and I would literally order pizza on Monday, Chinese food on Tuesday, and that food would live in my refrigerator, and that's all I would eat for the whole week. That makes me so sad. I know. And uh, I, I got the opportunity to do this this triathlon, and I went to Malibu, California, and I did it. And my parents were at the finish line, and they cheered me on using my full first name and my middle name, Jeffrey John, and I did it. And so uh, that was right around the time that Callie and I met. Yeah, we met uh, at an industry event, a music industry event. And um, before that, actually, I had messaged Jeff on Twitter. So technically, we met on Twitter. And I messaged him saying, hey, we have a lot of friends in common. We should know each other. And he wrote me back and was like, should we? And that turned into like a 48-hour DM session in Twitter. But um, we both were in other relationships at the time, not marriages, but dating relationships. And um, we wound up breaking up with the other people and getting together. We didn't officially live together until we started, uh, until we got engaged in the summer of 2015. But we would spend a lot of nights at each other's place. Yeah. And at some point... I saw a study on gratitude and saw the power that just taking a minute every day to be grateful about something could have on your overall mental health. So I said to Callie, would you be willing to every single morning write down one thing that you're grateful for? And I will do the same exact thing. So on these little three by five note cards, we started writing gratitude notes to each other every single day. Yeah. And it wasn't even, it was just, we would wake up and the, um, the note cards would be on the table and we would write down something simple. I am grateful for a Turkey. I am grateful for why is only food coming to mind right now? I don't know, but whatever (laughs) we're grateful for, we would take 10 seconds and write it on that note card. And we started noticing such an incredible shift in our lives. when We started doing that. And it seriously was so simple and it was crazy. And when we got married in 2016, we had these journals made for our wedding guests that that had 365 blank spaces 
with an invitation to have everybody write something they're grateful for. So we were trying to expand this practice of gratitude to everybody that we knew. At the time, we didn't realize that that act and, and that lesson, that gratitude lesson would eventually become the upside. Oh my God. We had no idea. We were just giving people, um, uh, gifts at our wedding. All, every one of our wedding guests got a gratitude journal when they, when they left and we had no idea that it was going to turn into anything else. People were so excited. Uh, listeners of, of my radio show were so excited and, and Callie's followers were on, and on Instagram were so excited about this gratitude idea that we sold extra journals for charity and ended up reprint, not reprinting, but creating a different version the following year. And then the year after that, and they would sell out every year. Like we found that once people started to do gratitude, they were they, hooked. They couldn't stop. It was like a drug. And it's such a simple, easy act. So many people were interested in participating in gratitude that we had no problem selling these journals for, for three years now. And yes, there will be more gratitude journals. Coming They'll be coming back year. in October. All right. So that's kind of the story of, of us and, and the nugget that would eventually become the upside. So uh, we thought that, that it was important for anybody who's new to the podcast to have that background is context when you hear us talk about gratitude. So you know this isn't something that we just decided like, oh, let's do a podcast about gratitude. It seems to be trendy now. Oh yeah, this has been years in the making. Um, we've been doing practicing gratitude since 2015. So it's been a little bit and it has changed. Every amazing thing that has happened in our lives in the past, what? what would you say, like seven years, probably we attribute to practicing gratitude. Um, just, it's kind of a ripple effect. Like what you put into the world comes back to you. And, um, the basis of that for us is gratitude and being grateful now, for what you have. There is science and neither you'll never catch Callie or I pretending to be smarter than we are, but there yeah, is no. <laughs> science out there that talks about the rewrite, the literal rewiring of your brain when you practice gratitude and when you find joy and when you find the upside in every situation the electrical energy in your skull changes and makes truly makes life easier so you know what um is interesting and i haven't even told you this so i have been taking um and if you haven't listened to the upside before when you catch up on the episodes, you'll get all caught up with the backstory of this, but I am taking an online course, um, a Yale class on happiness. And the instructor in the opening, uh, lecture said, why now? Like, why is happiness so relevant right now? And that includes, that's an umbrella for like gratitude and all that and kindness and all of these things. And she said, this is the first time that in the history of studying gratitude and kindness and, and happiness that we now have definitive scientific answers on how all of that works in the brain. So before people were kind of guessing and saying, yeah, I do this and it makes me happier. And now they have enough research and have been studying it for enough years that we're at a, at a point in our world where scientists have confirmed research on the effect it can have on your life, which is freaking awesome. All right, now, Callie and I have each prepared a list of items that you, 
as an upside listener should know about the other, right? So I've prepared a list for uh, things you should know about Callie, and then her list is things you should know about me. How should we do this? Should I just go down my well, items? I was going to see if I could go first because I took some creative liberties. Okay. That you don't know about. Because I was like, oh, yeah, five things. Okay, yeah, it's five things. I can do that. But I kind of was feeling like, okay, if you're here right now and you're new, like you're in – the family like you are we consider our friends on instagram to be our friends in real life so they have not been a part <laughs> what of about, the past what about our friends listening to the podcast well they're also are well that's what i'm saying now we have like a bigger group of friends but instead of just saying five things i wrote the story of your life that i want to read based on what people said on instagram about you in two minutes Oh, well, let me go first then, because yours is obviously better and more creative than mine. Oh, okay. You want to go first? You can yes. go first. No, I just did a stupid It's really not list. creative. Okay. Well, read your stupid list. What's about me? I didn't- well, first, I wrote some stuff down about us as a couple that's important to know. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have anxiety, like have been diagnosed with anxiety, and uh, we are not shy about talking about dealing with it. Um, we both go to therapy and... We're not shy about talking about how therapy has positively impacted our lives. Yeah, we've taken medication for it. Um, yeah, and we we're en- not shy about it. And we encourage anybody who is suffering from anything like that to go see somebody. It's not anything to be ashamed about. So no. that's a couple things for us. Um, we met on Twitter, which I think you I did say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we did not dance at our wedding. That's true. And the reason we didn't is because uh, I don't dance. And, and I don't like people staring at me. And <laughs> Callie hates being the center of attention. Like I I asked her, I said, when you get pregnant and people want to throw you a baby shower, will you have baby showers? Because that's how much she can't stand people paying at attention our, to her. At the bridal shower that my girlfriends threw for me, I was shaking opening gifts because like 30 people but were that's watching what, me. That's what baby showers are, right? Don't they I just know. give you gifts and stuff? Yeah, but people are watching you open them and then it's this whole thing. I mean, even before our wedding, walking down the aisle, I went to therapy and got tips for how to not have a meltdown walking down the aisle from everyone staring at me. It's a thing. Anyways... Well, we didn't dance at our wedding because when we were planning it and we were putting everything together, we're like, if it doesn't, if it's not something that I can do well and like doing, and it's not something that Callie is comfortable with, why are we just doing it? Because everyone says that we should do it. And our whole wedding was super personalized, which sounds stupid and obvious for a wedding, but every single detail told our guests more about me and Jeff and our love story. So it would be like totally fake for us to dance at our wedding because we don't dance and I don't like people staring. So whatever. And one last thing about us as a couple, and then I'll do my uh, boring Cali list and then she'll do (laughs) her exciting Jeff story. Um, I wrote down that I am an introvert who wishes I was more extroverted. And I said, Callie is an extrovert who actually wishes she was more introverted. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Don't you think that's accurate? Yeah, I do. Okay. So uh, Callie already touched on this. She is one of the few who are born and raised in Atlanta. Went to college in Nashville, Tennessee for a few years. But other than that, you're an Atlanta girl. I'm an Atlanta girl. You lived in West Virginia because of a boy. Not West Virginia. Actual Virginia. I lived in Charlottesville. Oh, she lived in East Virginia for a year for a boy. (laughs) Right? East Virginia. Um, 
yeah, for a guy, I had a relationship for four and a half years. I was dating someone and I graduated college and, uh, he was a year behind me at university of Virginia. So I moved to Charlottesville for a year. Callie, uh, has always had really cool jobs and she gets to do really, really cool things, but is totally low key about them. So you when think I, I'm low key when I, yes, when I first met her, she was managing bands. So she would be, uh, going to like festivals or fundraisers that would have multiple bands. And, and, and I would call her and go, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, Hey, can I call you back? I'm, uh, I got to meet the guy who wrote hotel California and walk <laughs> him out to his tour bus or, uh, the rock band sticks. She's like, Oh, I got to go meet those guys in Chicago and ride the bus to wherever for, and I'm like, that's the coolest. It really is. It's so cool. And she was so low key about it. Uh, and then like, and even now in her, uh, new job, she just gets to do really, really cool things. Even though the hours are amazing Two forty-five is when her alarm goes off to be at work mm -hmm. by four fifteen. Oof, it's early, but you do get to do really cool things. Like I got a message a few months ago where she goes, uh, Hey, I'll be, um, out of town for three days this week. I got to go hang out with Dolly Parton at Insane. her, at her new Insane. park. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Callie never washes her hair. That's true. I don't wash my hair. I, I have a lot of hair. I have extensions and it's a pain to wash. And I just feel like in the name of being an efficient human being, it's a waste of time to wash my hair. So I get one blowout every two weeks and then I don't touch it. And I still have a husband. So whatever. <laughs> and I, I didn't even know that until she started talking about it and bragging about it on Instagram. He seriously had no idea. So it's really, it's not that big of a deal. But you use dry shampoo. Yeah, I and, use dry shampoo once every, once a week. And special pillowcases. And silk pillowcases. Yeah, she has this whole thing. Follow her on Instagram if you want to know about <laughs> it. Uh, she found out uh, two years ago that she is allergic to dogs, which sucks uh. because we have two of them that when it's cold enough, we'll sleep in her bed, in our bed, and she doesn't care? No, I don't care. It was funny when I was, I took an allergy test, that thing. Have you ever gotten an allergy test done where they like put the, yeah. So they test you for all these things that you could potentially be allergic to, and then they can read the test immediately on your back based on what you break out to. And the allergy doctor's like, okay, so you're allergic to two things, uh, dogs and every spring tree huh. in Georgia. And I was like, well... Um, I'm not moving and I'm not getting rid of my dogs. So how does that help me? And he's like, well, my suggestion would be that your dogs just don't come in your bedroom. And I'm like, yeah, you tell them that buddy, come on over. And, uh, the last thing I wrote and it's, I don't want to end on such a serious note, but I also think it's, uh, super important and it felt weird to put it in the middle. Um, but Callie wants to change the conversation about miscarriages uh, she had one earlier this year, or we did. I'm never sure how to say that. I know, it's weird. But um, we were pregnant at the end of last year and then not pregnant at the beginning of this year, but there was no baby delivered. So it 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 uh, was a very, very sad several weeks as we navigated that. And it's still sad when it pops into our, our head now. But during that process, I think Callie bravely shared what she was going through to all of her followers on social media and a little bit um, on earlier episodes of this podcast. And I think it's something that forever 
you will advocate for changing the conversation around miscarriages. I 1000% will. And I don't see it being brave at all. For me, I am just built the way that I'm built. Anytime anything big would happen in my life, I never would keep it to myself. I would always tell my friends and I would always, it makes me feel comforted to talk to other people about what I'm going through. It's just how I'm wired. So for me talking about our miscarriage, I would have felt really weird not talking about it and not mentioning it as if it weren't the biggest thing in my life at that point that was really upsetting me. So to me, it kind of felt like second nature, but I am glad that it is comforting to other people to hear that they're not alone. And we've had messages from people who have either dealt with it in the past and and keep it very private and and just needed to vent or Mm -hmm. share with somebody or people who have gone through it now, present day, and have found comfort and strength in being able to be more honest about it because of Callie. So I, 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 I actually had a message this morning from a woman who said that she lost her baby's heartbeat today and she oh. is about to have to take pills. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So here's kind of what I went through. Here was my experience. Here's some things I learned and just wanted to pay it forward to her because there were so many women that were my life raft that, um, helped me during that time. So, and we'll, we'll get in, we'll wrap up this conversation here in a minute. Uh, after Callie goes over the things that you need to know about me, explaining what we want to deliver and what you can expect from, from this podcast and from everything, under the whole Kelly and Jeff umbrella. But one of the most important things is community. So when we get messages like that, and it says like, hey, you guys being honest about your anxiety or therapy or the miscarriage or whatever it is that we're getting fired, like losing your job. I feel like- Not washing your hair, you know, all those important all those cool things. things. Like we have- we're excited to create a sense of community around that. And that's what we are trying to do with, with the upside. All right. So let's hear your list. Okay. It's not a list. It's kind of a story. So we, I asked on Instagram stories for people to send me things that they, that we should tell you about Jeff. So I took those and then I made a Jeff dollar life story in one, two, three, four, five, five paragraphs. Okay. And then there's like a note section at the end. Okay. Okay. Like footnotes. So here's, yeah. And some of this you already said. So I was like, oh no, he's telling too much. But here is the story of Jeff Dollar. Jeff is a small town kid from Syracuse, New York, who made his dreams come true and has taken his parents all over the country to give them dream experiences. He was raised an only child, but has a half brother named Big Dave. Hold on. Technically, I've taken them all over the world. We went on a cruise together. Oh, did you? I thought they had never been out of the country. I thought they didn't even have passports. They don't, but uh, <laughs> I don't think you need. I don't think you need to go to go on a cruise. You didn't have to have a passport like ten or oh, twelve years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was raised an only child, but has a half brother named Big Dave, who married a woman from the Philippines he met online. I'm really, uh, jumping right into our friendship here. <laughs> I was gonna say people are gonna be listening, going, "He who what?" Yep. Yeah, that happened. We'll talk about it. <laughs> you can you can rewind podcast. Go ahead and listen to that again if you need to. <laughs> Jeff Dollar went to Syracuse University and at an activity fair joined a college radio station because he saw a cute girl working there. What's up, Tina? <laughs> that job led to jobs in Boston, Philly, and Tucson, where he met his first wife. They moved to Atlanta. They got married. And then Jeff helped launch a morning show with a guy named Bert, which would turn into a huge radio success story. 
The show syndicated around the country. Jeff Foxworthy told Jeff Dollar he should try his hand at stand-up comedy. And then Jeff wound up taking his comedy show. That would be Jeff Dollar. Um, and he did a tour around the United States. Yeah, when Jeff Foxworthy tells you that you're good at comedy, you have to pursue that. You like just do it. That's like Beyonce saying, hey, you're a good dancer. Like, you've got to follow through with something beyond just going, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> he and his wife got a divorce after 10 years, and that started a self-exploration phase of his life. He started going to therapy. He completed a triathlon. He adopted a rescue beagle named Sadie. I'm totally judging you for not including her up to this point, Jeff. Shame Aww. on you. I hope she can't hear this. I technically included both dogs when we talked about your allergies. No, <laughs> I guess so. And he met his now wife. That's me. During his self-exploration, Jeff decided he wanted to be a more positive person and started practicing daily gratitude. Following an extended period of no contract at the Burt Show, he was offered his own morning show at a competing radio station named Star 94. There he brought on one of his old co-workers and someone he thought was one of his best friends from the Burt Show named Jen and they co-hosted together. In May of 2019, Jeff was let go from his show, but the upside of losing his job was the launch of this brand that we're really excited about called The Upside. And then I have a little section that says wife notes, and it says he has the biggest heart ever, loves chocolate chip cookies, and is the funniest person I know. That was so much better than mine. I'm so, <laughs> that one makes mine feel like this. <laughs> Man. That's a huge compliment because Jeff is super creative. So normally he's the one that does something creative and surprising. And this time it was me. I'm kind of proud. You did a great job. Thank you. I actually, I like myself. That was pretty good. Was that a pretty thorough, like, Thing. Oh, and the only thing that we haven't mentioned yet that I should have included in this, so shame on me and yeah. I'm totally judging myself now, yeah. is that we were on vacation when we were engaged in Turks and Caicos and came home with a local rescue dog from Turks. We brought her on the plane and that's our other rescue dog named Lily. Yeah, there's a program. Um, what's it called? Uh, pot Cake Place. Pot Cake Place. The uh, island dogs are called Pot Cakes. And there is a place called Pot Cake Place in Turks and Caicos where you can literally sign out puppies like they are library books and you could go hang out with them on the beach for the day. And we took this dog, Lily out. What was her real name? Dasher? Dan Cupid. Cupid. I knew it was a reindeer. And we took her out <laughs> for the day and Callie's uh, original rescue dog named Blair had passed away several months before. And we went back to the bar or the hotel and we were at the bar and I look over at Callie and I could just see the look in her eyes. And I'm like, you want to take home Lily. And they have a, a they have it ready. Like they, it's a, they have a system. system. It's a whole yeah. thing. So we brought Lily home. So, anyway, so here's what you can expect. We already touched on the community part of this. We want the, the Callie and Jeff umbrella to be a bubble, a community of people who are supporting and uplifting and encouraging and who are committed to always living for the upside. Yeah. And you know, that's not to say that this is a super rosy, always happy thing, but it's a group of people who want to help each other in darkness, see the upside of any situation and remind each other that they're not alone and we're not alone. And I think the reality of our world is we're reminded constantly of how different we are, but we're all really similar and we're all doing life together. So if we can 
bring together a group of people that want to encourage and support each other through life as hard, as crappy, or as great as it can be for all of those things. We want to do that. And we want to, we want to showcase that being a little kinder and a little more grateful and a little bit better every day doesn't mean you're perfect. It just means that you want to be a little better. And here's the mission statement. If you, if, if you want it summarized in one sentence, the upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. And there were people that will say, and it was so funny, um, cause we'll get this every now and then saying, well, there's some, there's some things that have no upside. Um, there is, we don't believe that we believe there's always an upside. So we're not saying that bad or terrible things are good, or we're glad that they happen, but we're saying we're all going to help each other find the positive in every experience. So that's not lost. If you want to be a part of this movement, keep doing what you're doing. Listen to the podcast. Go to our website. Uh, encourage other people to practice gratitude. And if you want to help us personally, share this podcast with, with others. Tell them about it and ask them to subscribe Ask them to give us a five-star rating and just support us in that way because this really is a mission mm -hmm. and we want to be able to do it for a long, long time. And we know that we can't do it alone and that we need a lot of smarter people to help us do the things that you want to do, that we want to do so we can take this, like there's this dream vision of the upside. And the way that we get there is by a lot of people helping us get there. And we are totally transparent by telling you that we cannot do this alone and your subscriptions and your five-star reviews and you telling your friends and more people about the upside that counts in. You don't even know how many ways. All right. One more time. The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. And now you are officially part of the movement. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Welcome to The Upside. Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.